I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to Pediapod for April 2019. This month, a research framework on congenital Zika syndrome. In 2015, Brazil experienced an unprecedented epidemic of Zika virus infection. At the same time, there was an increased incidence of children born with primary congenital microcephaly. It didn't take long for researchers to suspect a link between the Zika virus infection in pregnant women and congenital microcephaly due to the so-called congenital Zika syndrome. Since then, research has revealed much more information about the Zika virus and how it interacts with its human host, as well as the various clinical presentations of congenital Zika syndrome. With the impending threat of a second outbreak, Marcio Laser from the University of Iowa proposes a multi-level based research framework for congenital Zika syndrome, based on the multifaceted aspects of this disease. The hope is that this framework will help with the prevention of congenital Zika syndrome, and by following clinical observations of the current paediatric cohorts affected by this disease, researchers might also see how early interventions can change outcomes and developmental trajectories and increase quality of life. Zika virus is a mosquito-borne, single-stranded RNA flavivirus. Zika can modify the structure of the host cells. What we did not know up until 2015 is that depending on, on Zika strains, as well as the, the host's immune and genetic susceptibilities, Zika virus is highly avid for the neuroprogenitor cells of the, the human embryo. So since 2015, we are seeing a growing body of great scientific research on the pathophysiology of Zika virus in the developing brain that ultimately has been helping us to understand how Zika virus gains access to these progenitor cells and negatively interferes in the biological phases of cell proliferation, cell migration, and cell differentiation. So we knew about this virus beforehand, but um, we hadn't made this link between pregnant women with the Zika virus and these and these ensuing abnormalities. That must have been a terrifying link to make for a pediatrician like yourself. Oh yeah, absolutely. Especially because these children came from parts of the country in the northeast and southeast of Brazil where sanitary conditions and social economical burdens are higher 
And as a result, the population lack more knowledge about what was exactly going on. Some parents just came to us asking, can you fix this, doctor? They didn't understand in the first place that it was not just a cosmetic problem about having a child with a small head, but all of the things that were developmentally and neurologically related to that afterwards. So what have we learned since 2015 about the childhood presentations of congenital Zika syndrome? We should rely on the the premise, the sooner the better. Children's brain in that regard can respond and adapt more effectively if early child stimulation is implemented during the first months of life. Also, we, we already know that a substantial amount of children with congenital Zika syndrome will evolve with the diagnosis of cerebral palsy. So not just the early identification is important, but also the early identification of biological and and psychosocial markers that that can be gauged and tailored at an operational and multidisciplinary levels in in order to change these children's developmental outcomes and trajectories uh, while working with parents and caregivers on education and uh, mitigating stigmatization and increasing quality of care and quality of life. So uh, timeline-wise, we've been advancing and progressing a lot, but we have to realize that these were babies three, four years ago, and now they are, you know, preschoolers, and we're still learning the way they develop and, and grow. What can be done for a child whose brain has been affected already by the virus? Well, from a medical standpoint, other than offering treatment for neurological symptoms such as seizures, epilepsy, there are no other medical treatments that we can offer these days. To the best of our knowledge, the rehabilitation that works for this population is the same that's been used for many other conditions that affect the developing brain. So things like occupational therapy, speech and language therapy, physical therapy, school, having social workers involved in, into the loop, nurses, dietitians, doctors in general. This really requires multidisciplinary approach to make things move forward. And are we at risk of another Zika epidemic? I think there's no question about that. Um, I think the likelihood remains uh, high, especially in tropical weather countries where Aedes species mosquito rapidly proliferate in areas affected by poverty, for example, with lack of proper sanitary conditions. So, so frequent maintenance of water tanks, uh, implementing effective sewer system networks, using mosquito repellents, using mosquito net tents, etc., are enormously important to prevent further, you know, epidemics to happen. And so you've proposed this multi-level based research framework. What was your rationale behind this framework? So the, the, the framework was conceptualized to organizing research in congenital Zika syndrome. So this could help us researchers, advisors and policy makers, even the civil societies to join efforts and amplify the amount of resources that are typically scanty in, in, in low and middle-income countries. 
as more scientific data and, and, and population-based studies on congenital Zika syndrome are fully integrated longitudinally as these children grow and develop, we will hopefully be able to increase accuracy in the diagnostic process and determining not just the severity of the neurological findings, but mainly the biological and, and psychosocial protective and risk factors where medical interference will be beneficial to this population. The framework comprises eight different levels. Instead of going through each one of the levels, I'd rather be raising some more questions at this point. That's what the framework is all about. So in terms of level one, the epidemiology, things like how global warming can affect and increase mosquito-borne diseases. How can we prevent pregnant women to contract Zika virus throughout the course of pregnancy? And in that regard, are vaccines against Zika virus a possibility? In terms of level two, the, the clinical grounds, can we create predictive modules that will increase the accuracy of CZS's diagnosis? And in level three, neuroimaging from prenatal to postnatal neuroimaging based on the neuroradiological findings, can we create predictive modules to maximize diagnostic accuracy as well? And in terms of level four, which is the laboratory data that we already have, is it possible to design molecular biology tests that can track down the virus even a month later after in utero infection? What are the genetic and immune mechanisms that seem to protect certain pregnant mothers from developing the viral illnesses and their offspring from developing congenital Zika syndrome? And also, are there genetic factors that protect the embryo or fetus from the full-blown clinical presentation of congenital Zika syndrome? So we don't know those things yet. And level six, it's more the neurophysiological findings. So how can electrophysiological testing be incorporated into the diagnostic process to increase diagnostic accuracy in CZS? How can we optimize, maximize, and guarantee early access to developmental evaluations, as well as goal-oriented, interdisciplinary, family and individual-centered rehabilitation programs using the medical home model to these children and their families in order to offer them more opportunities to change their outcomes and, and quality of life? And finally, level eight, psychosocial. How can we reduce lifetime, emotional, economical, social isolation, stigmatization burdens to caregivers? The important message here is to create more opportunities to bring to the table and having uh, this different people from different backgrounds uh, brainstorming more on what to do with children with congenital Zika syndrome and also on the preventive side of things. So uh, it's, it's important that researchers discuss their findings with policymakers, advisors, governments, the civil societies, everybody together to create programs and be able to implement these programs, especially in, in low and middle income countries that will hugely benefit this uh, population. That was Marcio Laser from the University of Iowa. And that's it for this episode. Please check in again next month for the next edition of Pediapod. 
I'm Jeff Marsh. Thank you for listening. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.